Today, we're going to be looking at a very specific text where Jesus stands before the Sanhedrin on trial. Now, friends, I have always thought this is an amazing text considering who Jesus is. He is the second person of the Godhead. He is eternal in nature. He is God in the flesh. Not only that, but the Bible tells us that Jesus is the one who is going to judge the earth. Jesus says in John chapter 5, he says, the Father has given all judgment to the Son. Other portions of the New Testament speak of the day of judgment where we will stand at the tribunal of Christ. The Bible tells us that ultimately every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And so Jesus is the judge of the earth. Jesus is the judge of human souls. Jesus is the one who has eyes of righteousness that can see the true nature of every single human heart on earth. No one can stand before him and get away with anything. When we stand before Christ, naked and exposed before him, his eyes of holiness will see right through the charades of who we might pretend to be. The only hope we will have on that day is whether or not we have received him by faith and if his righteousness has been imputed to us and we stand before the God of glory uh, in the blood of Christ covering us. So we think about these things today that Jesus is the righteous judge of the earth. But when we think about that today, it's startling because here Jesus, who is the rightful judge, Jesus, who is God, is going to be put on trial. Isn't that an amazing thought? Jesus on trial. Here he is. The Bible says in verse 53 of Mark 14, they led Jesus away to the high priest and all the chief priests, the elders and the scribes convened. This is the mighty Sanhedrin. So the Sanhedrin is kind of like the United States Supreme Court. The Supreme Court, they're non-justices, and they have proven themselves to be uh, the, the, the greatest minds of law in our land. The Jewish Sanhedrin have folks from the Sadducees, the Pharisees, the scribes, and, and there's 70 of them, with actually a 71st person being the high priest himself. So there's 71 people on this elite Jewish religious tribunal. And they sit in judgment of cases regarding religious law. And so what they do, they have connived with Judas to betray Jesus. They've now arrested Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. And now Jesus is standing before them. And the Bible says... That Peter follows at a distance right into the high priest courtyard. He's sitting with the temple police, warming himself by the fire. It's that fire where Peter is going to deny the Lord Jesus Christ uh, for the first time as we saw yesterday or the other day as we were talking about Peter. The Bible also tells us in verse 55 that the chief priest and the whole Sanhedrin were looking for testimony against Jesus to put him to death. But they could find none. For many were giving false testimony against him, but the testimonies did not agree. Some stood up and were giving false testimony against him, stating, 
We heard him say, I will demolish this sanctuary made by human hands, and in three days I will build another not made by hands. Yet their testimony did not agree even on this. So you've got to understand Jewish law to understand what's going on here. Understand that Jewish law states that every fact must be established by at least two witnesses. And so for a man to be condemned to death, there must be two witnesses that are standing in agreement uh, of what this person has done to be deserving of death. So that cannot happen in Jewish law unless two individuals testify eyewitness accounts that the person is deserving of death. But notice what happens here. The Bible says they're giving false testimony about Jesus and what? Their testimonies do not agree. And so honestly, for the Sanhedrin to even move forward with the crucifixion of Jesus is against their own law because they cannot find two eyewitnesses to testify the same thing against him. So finding, honestly, finding no two witnesses that are testifying the same thing and everybody, honestly, in the room is beginning to see the the, the charade that's taking place here. The Bible says that the high priest stood up before them. And he began to question Jesus. So imagine all 70 of the Sanhedrin, they now get quiet. And that, that, that highest member of them all, the high priest, is now going to stand up. And so here is the high priest beginning to question the great high priest, the Lord Jesus Christ. And what is he asking? He says, don't you have an answer? to what these men have testified against you. But Jesus kept silent and he did not answer anything. Again, the high priest questioned him, are you the Messiah, the son of the blessed one? So finally, they're going to just come right out and ask Jesus this question. Are you the Messiah? Up to this point, Throughout the whole charade, Jesus has remained silent. He hasn't said a word. When they arrested him, Jesus walked willingly. When they mocked him and spit on him and and accused him and, and, and swore false testimony against him, Jesus kept silent. But now to this one question, are you the Messiah? Are you the son of the blessed one? Jesus could not stay silent. Jesus says, I am. And all of you will see the son of man seated at the right hand of the power and coming with the clouds of heaven. You want to know who I am? The one you've been looking for is standing right before you. The Messiah that you so long for is standing in your midst. The one you have longed for, the one you have put your hope in is standing before you. Notice those first two words that Jesus uses. Are you the Messiah? Are you the blessed one? Jesus answers, I am. Friends, this goes back to Exodus chapter three, where Moses asked the question, if I go to the Israelites and they say, who sent you? What is your name? And he asked this to God and God says, you tell them that I am. The I am has sent 
you to, uh, to them. And so God states emphatically that his name is what? I am. And that is the way the Jews knew the name of God. And so when Jesus starts off by saying, I am, they knew exactly what he meant. He says in that moment, God, the God you are looking for, the God you believe in, the God you sacrifice to, this God is looking you square in the eyes. And if you don't believe it, One day you will see the son of man. You will see me coming on the clouds of glory. You might judge me now on this trial, but there is coming a day where you will stand before me. And friends, listen, the whole world is one day going to stand before Jesus and you're going to have to give an account. As to what you believed, what you did with the Lord Jesus Christ when he was presented to you. Have you received him today or have you rejected him? It's my prayer that you have received him and that you won't reject him as this mighty Sanhedrin did. Those who should have known who Jesus was did what? They rejected him and ultimately crucified him. I pray that wouldn't be said about you. May God continue to bless you as we continue to walk through the book of Mark. And I pray that you will join us next time on New Horizons.